brought to you by... For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Wow. I never saw anyone fish with such a wide net before. Oh, really? I don't like fishing with a pole. Can't catch the big ones fast enough. No kidding. You've got a bunch. Yeah, I know. This wide net gives me great distribution and reach. Really? How's it work? Well, fish like to move around to various parts of the lake, so by casting a wide net, I gather fish from everywhere they congregate. Wow, that's pretty smart. Thanks. Wide nets work. And they make you look smart. If you're looking to cast a wider net and fish where the fish are, Look Smart Advertising Solutions can help. Go to signup.looksmart.com to learn more. Playing the fastest game in town? Welcome to the Daily Searchcast. Featuring search engine analyst Danny Sullivan. Keeping you up to speed and ahead of the game on what's happening in the search engine marketing arena. Each day, join us for a recap of the prior days happening in your world. The Daily Searchcast makes sense of industry stories and sharing off-the-cuff remarks about what happened and what may come. Guest hosts give you a closer look and keep things rolling along with questions. So tune in and keep informed on the latest from Google, Yahoo, and search ask and other search engines join us now for this edition of search cast here's your hosts hello welcome to the daily search cast i'm elizabeth oswalski the editor of search engine watch and today is tuesday february 6 2007 and here i am with danny sullivan danny are you there elizabeth how are you good how are you good we never talk anymore I know we're we're both very, very busy people now, so this we're is very um, busy. bad, it's but it's good. Or- that, uh, it, it's having to organize those newsletters into topics that are <laughs> so busy. Exactly. Oh, that was a great idea. Yeah, it was a great idea. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I so, give you an idea, and you can. I'm, I'm glad it's working out for you. <laughs> I told you and, where all the secret things were over at Search Engine Watch, so you could get going. So right, exactly. It's all about the love. Mm-hmm. Oh, led me, we should, led me to greatness. We, we should totally feel it because, you know, not everybody tunes in. Elizabeth and I used to work together at Search Engine Watch, and now she, like, heads everything up over there, and we're still all really good friends, and we don't get to talk anymore. So we just thought right. we'd get the show and have a chat. <laughs> really good friends who don't get to chat, unfortunately. <laughs> but, again, that's because, you know, you've been doing so well with Search Engine Lens since launch. Not that anyone expected you not to, but it's, you've been really prolific, and I think, yeah. Well, thanks. Well, I'll sh- I'll share with you all my, my stats later on in the story. Oh, in the good, show. good, good. I have already peeked at them. So. Oh, yeah. good. Well, first, we're going to start off with um, Google. Did you did you check out the new link reporting thing? Have you seen? Had a chance to go and play with it yet? I haven't gotten to play with it, but I have read so, all the stories on it. <laughs> well, you. <laughs> As it turns out, you won't be able to do that just yet because of a small little glitch. <laughs> we'll, we'll mention that in a moment. So you know that for ages people have been saying, this sucks. I do a search on Google for link colon my site, and I can't get back any, uh, any responses. I can't, I can't see all the links that I know that, I'm out there, that are out there. And Google's responses tended to be, yeah, well, first Google like, pretended like uh, we don't really want to talk about that. And then they like, finally would say, yeah, we, we only show you a sampling. And then it was like, why? Well, you know, we don't want to say you're going to do something bad with all the data, but we just don't want to show it to you. 
And it's also really processor-intensive to do that kind of a search. Practically the only people who do those kinds of searches are search marketers. And I always find it kind of useless, too. It's like if I do a backlink lookup on somebody's site and they've got 50,000 links and they're just not oriented in any order, like I don't know what are the most important links or whatever, it's not that useful to me. But people still love to do it. So finally, we've got this new tool where you can go into Google uh, at Webmaster Central, and if you log in and authenticate and tell them who you are, or maybe <laughs> until recently you didn't even have to do that, but we'll come back to that, you can download all your links. I mean, if you've got a million links that they know about, they'll give them to you. There's a small exception, any links that are in their supplemental index. Um, if your pages are in the supplemental index, they're not going to count that. Uh, you know, if you've got a lot of pages in the supplemental index, you've got bigger issues to worry about. Right, anyway. exactly. So that makes perfect sense. And it makes sense <laughs> yeah. that it is with, behind the Webmaster Central walls. Yes. Instead of being in this open link command. Yeah, so you have to go in. You can still do the open links if you want, but it's something like four or five times the links, I think, that are being reported, or actually a lot more than that. Like for Search Engine Land, we were getting reported 3,000 links, and then we went to 57,000 links when we went behind. So a lot more than than just four or five times the amount that's there. It can vary from site to site, of course. But you can do it. Now, the downside is, you know, you have to register and tell Google who you are. So, you know, if you've been doing bad things, you don't want to register with Google to get your backlinks. Uh, I suppose you can cry about the, the tragedy and the unfairness of it all, but I don't think there'll be a lot of people crying along with you. I was trying to manipulate Google, and now they won't let me download my backlink unless I tell them who I am. Yeah, Sorry about that, guy. So, um, yeah, so you can get all this stuff. And there's what's interesting is you can get the data, and it's still a case where you can't um, – it's fun to get, but, but, and you can export it all, but it's still kind of hard to organize and know what you're going to do with it. One of the things they do is they show you the last found date of when they came across links. And what I'm hoping they'll do is change it to give you the first found date. Because if you can know when a link was first found, then you can you know, export all this stuff into, say, Excel, and you can build a nice little chart. And I showed an example of that, but it's not quite accurate because I was using last found dates. But you could chart you know, your link growth over time. And then I'm getting all excited, and I'm thinking, this would be great. Right. We should, For anyone like, who doesn't know, Danny loves his charts. He oh, I love charts. charts. <laughs> I live for Excel. Elizabeth and I used to go back and forth with our charts, too. Here are the stats. No, now here are the stats, and I've plotted them across this. <laughs> <laughs> You're Excel um, and a chart tool, you know. Yeah, there's an, I've not met a chart tool I haven't fallen in love with. So Okay, so but, not to get off track. <laughs> but but no, but so you could chart this out, but it's a, it would be a nice, a nice way to see the health of your site would be to see the link growth over time. So it may be, and you know, Yahoo rolled out that link widget recently where they say you can put it on your site and they show the total number of raw links that you have out there. Yeah. And I think Google could do the same sort of thing, and I think they could even go a bit better if they somehow weight it and give you sort of a – you know, count the links that are important because people can also game it. Oh, well, I can have 500 billion links. I'll just go over there and pay Dave Naylor to build up a bunch of sites to link to me. No Wait, problem. game links? Are you kidding? Yeah, no, it could never I didn't be know. done. No. And nobody, nobody could game Alexa either. Never. <laughs> so this has all gone up and everybody's playing with it. And then, oh, sad, a little rain on the parade. So... <laughs> It turns out you're only supposed to be able to see this extensive list of backlinks if you verify with Google Webmaster Central. But there was a bug or security error or however you want to call it. There was a way to get in and kind of hack the URL so that you could pull up backlinks on anybody's sites. And uh, Google Blogoscope has a rundown where they show some examples of where uh, Philip over there was able to pull some things. And um, 
they Google's now aware of the problem, and they've removed the links tab, which is why you can't play with this right now. And when they get the security thing, they they will get it back up. So. Oh, well, poor old Google Webmaster Central. I like this so much. It's like their second security thing. There was that time when they had the stats you could get on your site, so I, I downloaded all the stats on the White House site after um after that kind of glitch came out. So, right. But they'll move it along. Well, that's good. At least we know it's most of the functionality is built there. And then... Yeah. No, it's there. And it, it is neat. And I, I think the most exciting thing for me is that I know it will just grow, it's like they've they've taken, you know, they're walking now. <laughs> to whereas before it was like, could we just have this stuff? So there'll be all sorts of new things, I think, that'll come with it and go with it from there. Plus, you know, now now the heat will be up on Yahoo, so Yahoo will have to – you can go to Yahoo, you can download all your links, but you get 1,000 of them and you're done. So, hey, why not 10,000? So well, and same thing. It's not like Yahoo orders them in a particular right. reference, reference point. It's the same thing. So you don't know which ones are most important there. And my, you know, when I people, when I find people are doing link lookup, there's two things that they tend to do. Um, well, three different ways that they tend to do link lookups. First is, oh, I just need to build a bunch of links, so I'll find a site that's doing well, and I'll get all their links. And, and a link lookup doesn't tell you that. It doesn't tell you most important links. So my advice has always been, you know, you take the words you want to be found for, you search for them on the major search engines, the pages that come up, that's a list of links, and those are important links because you know they're getting traffic for those words, so they're important for those words. The second thing is people want to do competitive analysis. And, well, I don't know. I just don't know how 50,000 links tells you, you know, competitively where somebody else is at. But I suppose much, much better, I think, is um, the third thing a lot of people do, who's linking to me now to talk about something I'm doing. And something like Google Blog Search or Technorati, you know, you can run a standing query that will show you, here's the latest link, time ordered, here's the newest discovery of somebody talking about your site. And I think that's all good. You know, that's a much better way of going. And that would be a cool thing also is that if they do get the first found dates is that maybe we can get RSS feeds as well. So every time they find a new link, you know, Google Webmaster Central is spitting it out at you. Saying, Here that you would go. be much better than getting an alert hit, hit in your inbox. Oh, yeah. Day or that would five minutes or whatever. So, that, so that, that would probably be the way to go is RSS. So I can see that. Yep. Now we've got uh, Joe White has gone through, and he's put together a fun post where he's tried to pull together all the different Google penalties that might be out there. Not all, not, everybody doesn't agree on all these things, so you can't take them all as, as fact, but it was kind of fun to look at the list of things that people have come up with. They range everything from like the Google sandbox to the Google minus 30 penalty to Google bombing, Google bowling, the Google omitted results filter, Google trust bank filter, broken link filter, page load time. Uh, IP class filter and on and on and on. So uh, that's uh, twenty five well total. So that's certainly more than than if you think about the, the top ones that come to mind. You wouldn't think you'd have a list this long. No, you, he's got like twenty five. He's got as many filters as Google originally said that they had signals. Google <laughs> said, "Well, we have like over thirty signals. Now we got over uh, thirty filters that are going on out there." And he tries to give people advice in terms of how to get around certain things, like you know, uh, if you if you think you're a victim of the Google minus thirty filter, do a reinclusion thing. And as I'll talk about, like with Search Engine Land, I got plenty of pages that I suppose could be the minus thirty filter, and but I'm included, so that's not necessarily the solution that you think it is. But you know, there are things you can take a look at. Um, and that brings me to the stats review. So what I was working all day is trying to put out there on all the stats on what's been going on with Search Engine Land as things have been growing. And so the good news is, like, you know, our, our page views are doubled, 
And it really, I think the big driver that, that I've been looking at has been coming off the social media sites. Um, I put up some stats and I talk about how Dig especially, you know, is this, this huge powerhouse of traffic. And we had, um, for that miserable failure story that I did, just a huge amount of traffic flow in from it and come with it from there. And as you look at our charts, you, it's interesting because you can see, you know, Dig makes these spikes that eclipses everything else. But then I'm more interested in sort of the, the non-dig weeks and are those sorts of things going up, and they're doing well, so I'm, I'm pleased with that. Uh, lots of people coming in from direct navigation. Um, I went through all the top stories that we did and did a breakdown as, uh, you know, well, this came off of a boing-boing mention or this came off of, and I submitted to them through this form, which is, this is stuff a lot of people can do themselves, or this came off of TechMeme, and I'm referring to an article I did on how TechMeme worked to try to help people figure that sort of thing out and go with it from there. Um, talked a lot about stumble upon, which I just, you know, I can't say enough about them. People just don't realize um, what a 30-second submission of stumble upon can turn into, you know, 30 or 50 visits easily. It's, it's nothing to do, and you can do it on your own. Lauren Baker had a great, great article, build links and traffic with stumble upon. And I, I joked in my thing that I was just like. Um, nodding my head along with everything he was saying because you get this steady stream of traffic that comes along over and over with it again. So definitely think to check out there. Um, talked about how our feeds were going. Stressing the idea, too, to people that, you know, it's so crucial to have your own feeds and your own email because you start building up your own audience and then you become your own, you know, your own traffic driver. And uh, <laughs> the last thing I kind of capped it all off with, this comes back to the whole penalties thing, is I, I show our top queries, right, and our our top query is Google, which is great, except that's all coming off of Google News. It's not like um, it's not like over searching you watch where, where you're getting Google because you know you do a search for Google and you, you're like number one or you're in the top results for web search or, or for other things like that. So um, you know most of our searches are, tend to be generic, and I put it down to you know we're still not a trusted site. And I did these examples where I'm like searching for our own articles. Um, in one case, the miserable failure. Uh, article I wrote. So I do a search for the miserable failure query, and you can't find our own article in the top 100, but you can find Boing Boing talking about it, you can find Dig talking about it, and you're just like, you know, as a new site owner, you're like, this sucks. Right. And that's well, and what a lot of people well, would look at Boing and say, well, that's the sandbox. To your article then? What's that? Are the, boi are the Boing Boing and Dig re results referring to your article, for example? Oh, yeah. I mean, here's, you know, yeah, Boing Boing's at number 21, and they're referring directly to our article. Dig is directly referring to our article. Um, some of the other people in the top results are referring to the article. So it's, you know, it's a case where the article itself isn't going to be showing up. And it's a bit different if I did a search for the exact article title, but I've even done that, and you can search for some of the exact article titles, and they don't show up. You know, and my advice to people is, yeah, you know, it's it's just, to me, a matter of you've got to hang in there and you've got to know that you're going to build up your trust over time. And Google seems wonky in the way that they're doing this, but, you know, I know it will change and then we'll have more search traffic flowing with it from there. But the, certainly the initial growth has been huge yeah. and fast. Right? So, I mean, you're not, you're not complaining about your traffic by any way. No, I'm not. But, <laughs> you know, I'm, that was one of the things I did this article last month where I was saying that um, you really need to understand that the social media sites um, can send you a lot of traffic as well. And, like, when I also look at the search engines that are sending us traffic, um, you know, it's like Google, 16,000 visits, Yahoo, 200. And that's what I was trying to say in this other article I wrote, and it's referenced mm -hmm. in the story that, um, you know, 
if I was going to try to do better, should I spend all my time figuring out, well, I'm doing well on Google, now should I try to do better on um, Yahoo, or should I better uh, figure out how to do better on Dig? I'm going for Dig. <laughs> I'm going to go for StumbleUpon. Then I'll come back to some of the other people. Oh, and right. as a reminder, um, you can uh, get all the links to all the articles I'm talking about, dailysearchcast.com, find today's episode, all the links are there. And the chat room, which heute is gesprochen Deutsch, sehr gut, which is much better than my German, but yeah, everybody's exactly. talking German in the ta- chat room today, and I can't understand, like, I can understand every other word. You can always talk yeah, along um, and chat to us when we're doing the show live, uh, dailysearchcast.com, find the fact page, and it'll tell you how to do that. Although, you know, if it's all in German, ich verstehe sehr ein bisschen. My German's going way downhill. <laughs> is it? Is that from all your yeah. skiing, all the German yeah, skiing stuff? Yeah, I can, well... No, even just growing up, I used to speak German, but so I can I can hear it when it's spoken, but the and understand it when it's spoken German. But this is a little more difficult for me to read the chat, so I'm trying to. to oh, that. Elizabeth, we've got so much more we can do the next time we've had a lot to drink, and we'll get Thomas Thomas Bindle too. <laughs> My German gets much better when I'm when I've been drinking. Well, <laughs> yes, Thomas would help us out. He could be a translator. Absolutely. Um, I think we're going to take a short little break now, just spur of the moment, and then uh, we'll come back with the rest of the rest of the uh, things for the day show. Okay. If I didn't throw the producers too far off. <laughs> the Daily Search Cast will be back after this short break. Stay tuned. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Wow. I never saw anyone fish with such a wide net before. Oh, really? I don't like fishing with a pole. Can't catch the big ones fast enough. No kidding. You've got a bunch. Yeah, I know. This wide net gives me great distribution and reach. Really? How's it work? Well, fish like to move around to various parts of the lake, so by casting a wide net, I gather fish from everywhere they congregate. Wow, that's pretty smart. Thanks. Wide nets work. And they make you look smart. If you're looking to cast a wider net and fish where the fish are, Look Smart Advertising Solutions can help. Go to signup.looksmart.com to learn more. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream. Webmasterradio.fm. We're the coolest place around. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to the Daily Search Cast. Here's your host, search engine analyst Danny Sullivan. So I got the news about all the Germans in the room. It's because today um, we've got Marcus Tandler who's going to be doing a new German SEO show on WebmasterRadio.fm. So I guess and they're going to be running this out. Today is uh, Tuesdays, right? So I think it's going to be running Tuesdays at uh, 1, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Webmasters on the Roof, which I'm sure is different in German. It's probably Webmasters... On Dane. On, on das Ruf. On I don't know. Ruf. See, that's how bad my German is. <laughs> Terrible. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> All right. So uh, Andy Higgins has a, a really good article today talking about link baiting stuff. Um, you know, you, you don't go wrong writing about link baiting if you want link bait. 
Um, and a lot of the tips I've talked about on the show before, other people have talked about, uh, Barry and I were looking at his article and we decided to blog up a mem- reference to it, mainly because we liked him focusing on the uh, headline aspects of stuff. The, he talks about Copyblogger having this list of 10 surefire headline formulas that work. Things but like, come, that, you know, I mean, that has its roots in, in journalism, certainly. What's that? And th- that aspect of link dating has its roots in journalism. Because oh, absolutely. Because writing that headline is... is Wri- writing that headline, so. Who else wants blank? Here's a method that is helping blank to blank. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, a quick way to blank and so on and so on from there. In my recap that I was doing about, um, you know, stats at Search Engine, one of the things I was also talking about was what I called number articles on how, like, of our top five stories, uh, I think three of them started with a number, like 10 things that or 25 things that, that sort of stuff. And, yeah, I think you have to think more about that sort of stuff as you're writing things up because there's an audience that, I don't know, just seems to like stories if you can tell them that they are a certain number of items in the story. Right. It's not that well, hard to do. Well, things you should know. It's, it really hooks that reader in typically and, and say, okay, here's going to be my, my solution to my all my problems. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not absolutely. Not true, but... <laughs> Ten solutions to making Mac work even better than whatever. <laughs> and Windows Vista? No. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. We'll see about that. Uh, okay, so just some business stuff here. IAC, that's the parent company of Ask.com, reported their earnings. Profits dropped 98% in the fourth quarter. Um, problems with, I guess, their entertainment coupon division. But... The Ask Media and Ad Segment area did really well, 46% increase uh, from the same quarter to the following quarter, from quarter 4, 2005 to quarter 4, 2006. So, you know, search still seems to be doing fine. Ask still seems to be doing fine for them, and I'm sure everybody will be happy about that sort of stuff over at Ask. Uh, Kevin Delaney has this Wall Street Journal article out today where he's looking at, um, oh, wait, no, I'm not going to talk about that today. Well, I'll give you the summary about it. I couldn't get the article to load because Wall Street Journal is being, like, dorky for me. So earlier I said wonky, now I'm saying dorky. I don't know. I just don't know where I'm coming up with the words. But this is all talking about um, where they're looking at consumer searches to see if they can sell that data to um, business marketers and such like that. Um, Google, for example, looked at query volumes related to movies in 2005, compared them to opening weekend box office revenues, and found that they could predict 82% or higher whether or not the uh, the film would do well. You know, and that sounds great, except that. Um, oh, <laughs> sorry about that. I had to sneeze, as you can probably nice. tell from the sneeze. <laughs> um, that sounds great, you know, but it, you've already done the movie at that point, so it's not like you're to say, "Oh, the movie is going to suck." I guess we shouldn't have spent twenty million dollars or two hundred million dollars to do it. But there's other things that you can pick up with it from that. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so interesting there. Uh, ClickZ and Jupiter Research are doing this, you know, semi-annual search marketing survey. So they're asking people to get out there and take the survey and fill it out, and um, you know, tell you what you do. I haven't done the survey myself. I need to go do that. Yeah, I haven't done it this year yet. And then also <laughs> after after the results come out, though, there's a lot of write-up within the industry about the results, and, and people yeah. definitely pay attention to the results. And, and they've had a lot of uh, in-depth in-depth responses, so and a large number of responses. But if you, like you said, if you haven't gone out and do it, go take the survey now um, so you can get accurate industry data. Yeah, well, it definitely helps us understand how things are going, what's happening with uh, search marketing and stuff with it from there. So yeah. check that out. And, but, I mean, it's 
show nothing but growth, obviously, in the results from the last couple of years. So. Yes, especially again. on the SEO side, which, of course, we know is a rocket science. <laughs> oh, boy, I'm not even going there. No, no, no rant today. I was all ranted out. Okay. Um, over Fast, um, you know, Fast was the company that started all the web, and then they sold that off to, uh, to Yahoo. And then they went ahead, and they still continue to do enterprise search. But now they're kind of getting back a little bit into the search game, actually the contextual advertising game. They uh, have a thing called Ad Momentum, and it's designed to let people um, serve up their own contextual ads. You know, so you've got your own site, and you want to have ads just show up that are related to the words that are on your own pages. Yeah, it's like AdSense white-labeled for you. So there you go, and you can sign up for it with them from that. Right, but that was surprising just to see something come out from Fast because, like you said, they had been focusing on enterprise search. They've kind of dropped off the faces, you know, our coverage at least, um, <clears throat> because they had just kind of faded off into oblivion. So, but the fact well, that remains that they were around and still doing well. So it was just kind of surprising that they jumped into the space. Yeah, and you see a lot of that. I've seen a lot of enterprise search companies or companies that were going to do, say, natural language or stuff like that, that suddenly discover that mm, there's a lot more money to be made if they can put together an ad type of thing. And mm-hmm. AdSense is the classic example because AdSense really came out of a company called Applied Semantics where, well, kind of. Applied Semantics yeah. is this company that was going to go out there and, and look at you know natural language and look at how we were searching and do all these sorts of improvements and do some things for the enterprise. And then they discovered that there was a lot of money to be made by just putting ads on people's domains that were parked. And they created this program that I think was called AdSense. Google launched their own program, which wasn't called AdSense at the time, later acquired Applied Semantics, so kind of took out one of their competitors, but you know, took out that competitor because it had grown so much on the ad side of things. So they got some of that technology to help them along and certainly got the name. But, um, yeah, that's kind of a common story going with it from there. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, a study out about tagging and whether or not that will replace the uh, – well, the headline is, will it replace the Dewey Decimal System? Um, I doubt it will, but it was some research that was done by the uh, Pew Internet and American Life Project trying to figure out uh, what, what we do, how often Internet people tag stuff or categorize stuff. Uh, 28%, which is more than I would have expected, although I have to say I haven't drilled down into the report to read it more. Uh, but 28% say that they've done something, I guess at least once. But on a typical day, 7% say that they tag or organize content. So that's actually, you know, not so hard to believe because it's quite a right. bit, quite a, quite a bit of work. 28% seemed reasonably high to me as well. You know, it, it, well, and, to figure that much adoption seems high. But then again, you're looking at social media and younger generation too. So aren't they more prone to using the pat- tagging? Well, and I think they're going to certainly grow to to do more of that. Um, and I think it also depends on what you're talking about. Like, so if I have I ever categorized something on online, yeah, lots of people categorize things at least once. Um, do you do it on a regular basis? Which is, you know, part of the problem I think Yahoo had with their MyWeb service. They were like, well, we'll get everybody to categorize their search results. I was like, you know what? People don't really want to categorize their search results. They kind of just want to search. That seemed to be you the have problem. Yeah, be a high level geek to want to categorize their search yeah. results. And, and I'm fairly high-level geek, and I don't even want to categorize them. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, but you can't make a chart out of it, see, so that's why. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, but if I could, I, I, you I would. You would, okay. Absolutely. So um, Krillian is a new local search engine. It's designed to help you find products that you can buy right near you. 
Um, right now, it's really focused on appliances. So the idea here is that you go over to it, you uh, search for an appliance that you want to buy, and you find out if somebody has it though, you know, nearby. I want this particular refrigerator. I want this particular stove. So that's something for people to check out if you're looking for a new uh, a new tool to see how it goes. Right. We have, we have a fairly in-depth write-up on that. Mike Bowen with Kelsey Group did a write-up on it. And so he gets more in-depth on the advantages of it. And then some oh, other other, lo- other local tools have been in the news this week, haven't they? And yeah. Locals really hit big this week. I was all, local's hot. People mm-hmm. see there. Although, you know, I think we'll probably have a shakeout with some of these companies down the line. But, uh, okay. you know, we'll see how it goes. Now, um, there's also a new site called Widgetpedia, Widgetpedia, W-I-D-G-I-P-E-D-I-A.com, which is designed to let you find uh, widgets, you know, for your website, put things out there that you want to use and go with it from there. So you've wanna, if you've been looking for the latest um, eye candy to shove all over your website to give traffic to everybody else, uh, maybe Widgetpedia is the place to go and see how it works for you from there. And they certainly have plenty of widgets on the site itself. Oh, and it looks very Web 2.0. <laughs> Long tail trendy keyword search. Put that on your widget page. Wow, interesting. I have to go play over here some more. Uh, also, uh, we just had the Super Bowl. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Sure. <laughs> of course I did. Well, you know, um, I, I, mean, I know you're all football. sporty, but but maybe that's I, not I one am, of your sports. I am. I'm big into football, but you know, New England Patriots were my team, so I basically oh, right. watched it to. Um, to root against Indianapolis, and that didn't work out so well. Well, <laughs> hey, you know what? I don't even I don't even know who won the Super Bowl. Indianapolis Colts won the Super Bowl over the Chicago Bears. Oh, right. A very okay. interesting game. I think I would have had to root for the Bears because I was just there in Chicago, and you know, I like Chicago. I had a good time there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We had a, no rhyme or reason to it. <laughs> the, the first day I got there, we were in this bar, and I went to. Um, Dinner with Sherry Thoreau, and we had to wait. And it wasn't a bar; it was like a Pizza Uno. Have you ever been there? You had to like wait forever the original to eat. Pizza Uno, right in Chicago. That's not not so we, Yeah, we we were in this bar, so I was just like buying people drinks just to like have friends as we stood there eating appetizers we really shouldn't eat there. I had a good time. People were really nice there. But but back to the Super Bowl. Um, so we've got this rundown for Reprise Media has done um, on how people were. Uh, Advertising on there. They always do this. They try to do the search marketing rundown to see who's uh, who's been successful in their view in terms of search marketing stuff with it from there. Their overall finding things have been improved, but things are still underperforming. Um, it's a PDF file to go through it. Um, I think that they felt like um, Pizza Hut was the big winner in the sense that they used paid search to send people to a particular site, and that they saw a lot of TV ads where nobody was really doing the kind of cross promotion that they thought. So if you want to see if uh, you know Super Bowl was fumbled or not, you can go check that out there. Um, we also have, um, you know, so you know you have that LG phone that I always mock as being a girl's phone, right? I do. I do have the LG. It's now called the Envy. For oh, yeah, Envy, because that's a manly name. Yeah. Exactly. And, and then Matt Kess was showing me his phone, which is like the same phone, and I might try to say, uh, okay, I guess it's not a girl's phone. <laughs> But you know what? Gmail does not technically work on it. You have to go to the web version of Gmail to get it. So. Oh, really? Well. Yeah. But but either way, it's not a girl's phone. It's a very, you know, I get I flip that thing open and people are very envious of it. I, so. You know, I know. And it's just because I was mocking it because I, you know, because I really wanted it deep down. Because I'm a girl deep down. But 
I, I mention your phone because my phone, which of course is Windows Mobile, which practically nothing Google supports nothing for. They're like this miracle, they've launched Maps for Windows Mobile. So, and it's getting lots of good positive reviews, so I can't wait to try it and see how well it works. Uh, I need to come back and spin around and do a, do a review of it myself. Uh, but yeah, you should check it out, see what you think. Um, get going with it from there. If you're a Windows Mobile user, you can go with it. Oh, I have to spin back to um, I have to spin back to uh, the Super Bowl because you know we were supposed to have that uh, Super Bowl proposal. Remember? I almost said that. And so. I know, <laughs> and it never happened. And it was like apparently they got really close to having this big proposal at the Super Bowl, and and we've got some search marketers that have been involved trying to help this unknown person make his proposal. And uh, but it never happened. CBS didn't like air the ad for free. Apparently that didn't go through. There was apparently going to be an ad that was going to run, but then that fell down for some reason. Right, and then so, it was going to be on the post game show, and then it wasn't. And yeah, so, yeah. That that was my my inspiration at the Super Bowl party I attended. I was just like, everyone watched the commercials for my friend. <laughs> well, hang in there because apparently the, the proposal may still happen on television. Um, the latest thing on mysuperproposal.com is that. It uh, it might show up on apparently this person's girlfriend's favorite show, which is Veronica Mars. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. Well, I mean, I guess you'll see <laughs> if it happens. So we'll hope we'll hope for the best. Right, and and they're still involved with trying to make that a national commercial as well. Yeah. So and then finally, just to end the day up, uh, I just a kind of funny thing. It's actually really really funny. So Google has had these um problems recently where, you know, like Google News went down and Google Finance went down and a bunch of other things went down where, um, and TechCrunch had talked about it, the Google flatline, and they showed their traffic on Google Analytics on how that just stopped all of a sudden because something else went down. So over at the Ask blog, I don't love Ask. <laughs> Well, they're feeling they're feeling good about the growth they reported. There, so. They they are good enough to mock Google. So they they've got this thing up there, and they call it the latest Google flatline. And they um, they said Google Pen runs out, and they show this Google Pen like you know you get it at all the conferences, and they talk about how one of their product managers was taking notes at an important conference call when his pen ran out of ink without warning. <laughs> And it's like, the lapse in this fundamental Google product service forced him to switch pens at a critical moment, resulting in a considerable inconvenience and loss of data. (laughs) There's a quote. I should have known better than to use a free Google product for business purposes. (laughs) Google Pen is fine for home use, but not when my company's productivity is on the line. (laughs) They've got like a productivity chart. You know, I love charts, so there's a chart with it from there. And they um, talk about how they've... um, He's really upset that Google's not standing behind their products and that this pen could have been engineered better and that sort of thing from there. Well, and, and Matt cuts to Justin Chai shaking. Matt, yeah. They've even got like this this fake update from Matt Cuts who was saying, uh, maybe you should shake it a lot. <laughs> oh, that's, that's his job as an engineer to figure it out and troubleshoot, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so um, anyway, so that... That's today's news. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with more news. Good. Maybe I'll, will I see you in London next week? <laughs> Everybody keeps asking me that. Um, uh, yeah, may, probably. I'm going to go to one of the parties on Thursday night. That sounds excellent. So I'm just going to. I'll be in the lobby. I'm going to. I'll be in the lobby, one of the hotels. I think I brought a little piece of cardboard, and I was going to write down Search Engine Land. That was going to be my booth. Right, right. And ha- 
and hand out some, some you know, print, print yourself business cards maybe? I do. You can get them really easy in London and all the tube stations they have them. Hey, how did uh, Search Engine Watch Forums Live go in Dallas? You had a big turnout, right? Dallas was excellent, um, it, and there's plenty of write-ups on the web about it. Uh, that's a great little community back down there. And so they were really excited to have us back since SES had not been there in 2001 was the last time we were there, I believe. I know. So it was great. It was a great turnout. Beautiful. And since they were abandoned for the larger audience of Chicago. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> right. Which is unfortunate because they really do have a lot of advanced. No. Lots of stuff going on there. Well, I will dig up a uh, link. I'm sure there's a thread over at Search Engine Watch Forum, so I'll get that up there with all the links for today's show. And, yeah, I'll see you on I'll see you out in London, which has a huge number of people coming out for that show, too. It does. It's a large show. So, well, thank you very much for having me on Daily Searchcast today. Yeah, thanks for coming out. (laughs) All right. The Daily Searchcast is produced and sponsored by WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Looking to boost your competitive edge, your bottom line, network with your peers? Then stay tuned into webmasterradio.fm, where you can listen live or in podcast format to our award-winning exclusive radio shows hosted by the most respected names in the Internet world. Hi, this is Katie Kempner. Please join me Tuesdays at 2 o'clock for The Hook at the intersection of advertising and PR while I talk with my friends, industry leaders, about the state of the industry today right here on webmasterradio.fm. Webmasterradio.fm, putting you in the front row with unprecedented access to everyone you need to know. Log in now.